a bank for musicians you better believe it and in fact all it takes is a little nerve as in nerve.pro and today on bankadelic we have john wapsh the co-founder and ceo of nerve talking about the genesis of a truly unique neobank from the studios of karma productions worldwide in chicago this is lou carlozo's bankadelic Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. And today on the podcast, I've got to tell you, as a musician, this has been one episode I have looked forward to for a long, long time, and we've got him here. John Wapsh, based in Austin, Texas. John Wapsh is the co-founder and CEO of Nerve. That's a neobank and music streaming service. How about that? Gotta find out more. He's a fintech strategic advisor, speaker, and author with a passion to discover, re-engineer, and release previously unreleased funk and soul. Watch it get down, watch it get down, watch it get down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's soul or R and B. Um, I, I don't know what that was. It's you, uh, <laughs> that one's on you. <laughs> definitely inept white guy soul. John, welcome to Bankadelic. Hey, thank you so much. So happy to be here. Yeah, and I can't believe it. As of this taping, correct me if I'm wrong. You'll be launching Nerve in five days. I'd love to know what's going on with you, what's going on behind the scenes. It's going to be a really exciting time right now. Yeah, thank you. It's very exciting. You know, I have two kids, and in many ways, it's like the guy side of having a baby. <laughs> you're, you're painting the nursery and trying to finish the furniture and all of the things, and the date is coming, and you're just excited and also you know working with the team to try to get everything done as fast as possible and as right as possible and thankfully we're looking good so it's been a flurry of activity and you know it's one of those things where you just hope that the market is going to be responsive to what you're building so far we've heard really great things so we're looking forward to launch you are on top of one of the hottest concepts which is really micro targeting an audience and boy who needs financial assistance more than musicians do? What was the genesis of this idea anyway? Thank you. It actually came from a product that you had mentioned at the top. The first product we built is called Nerve FM, and it's a audio and video subscription streaming product that an artist would offer their fans. It's primarily for independent artists, but really any artist who controls their own content. And so if you think of like a fan subscription model, similar to that, however, the idea is the content is the type of audio and video that you as an artist may have that doesn't make its way to Spotify or Apple Music or something else. So these might be demos or it might be live tracks or content that maybe you create for other platforms that doesn't get maybe seen as much as you wished it would because those platforms are very temporal. What we found was that fans really want that content. They want to access that content over a long period of time, and they're willing to pay for it. So what Nerve FM does is it allows the fan to subscribe to an artist or the entire platform and enjoy all of the content on the platform by all the artists. So we built this thing based upon a lot of musician feedback. And again, you know, I use artist and musician very broadly. I'm talking about... 
DJs and you know, there could be songwriters. Around launch time, we were going back to those musicians and this happened to be just shortly after the pandemic really set in, so April of 2020 probably. We were showing these musicians, you know, hey, check this out. We built the thing that you were saying you would really like. And they're like, yeah, you know, that looks great. I can make more money. I love that. But didn't you say that you were in banking? And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's cool. I'm cool. Don't think of me as a banker, right? I'm not, I'm not here to mess you over or anything. You know, the traditional banker sense. I want to help you out. They're like, no, 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 no. Could you build me a bank? It was I would say five or eight different conversations with musicians daily, almost every single one of them would go back to that point. They'd say, could you build me a bank? I'm a little slower, so at some point, I finally clicked in to ask them, you know, what do you mean? Because I've definitely been involved in FinTech for quite a while, for 15 years, spoken on it, had a book published by Wiley on it. What I found over and over and over again was the needs were just not being met. The problems were not being solved. So my partner and I quickly got to work and said, let's solve these core issues first. And then we can always, if the market responds appropriately, then we'll grow outside of that into other services around musicians and DJs and songwriters and the whole ilk. That is incredible. And I love those pillars of how you are constructing Nerve it's almost as if this is much more than a bank or a neobank. This is an ecosystem that you're creating. I think in many ways, we're definitely headed that direction. One of the features that, that we added just prior to launch, you know, you can see it in the video if you've seen the video on our product, is this last thing that we heard from creators in the music space, which is, I have this need that's like a very private version of LinkedIn specific to my collaborators. I wanna be able to interact with them in a way that's like on our turf. So what you'll see there is the germination of a private network. So you kind of start to build this network of collaborators inside of the app. And obviously there's use cases that are met there. What you'll end up with is a little grouping of people that either you pay or they pay you and, you know, some very simple sort of connectivity there. But over time, what you'll end up seeing is the ability for you or your friends to share location. So, you know, if your tour buses are passing or you happen to be playing a gig in the same town, then you can DM each other through the app and, you know, hey, why don't we play together or whatever the case may be, or why don't we just meet up for tacos if you're in Austin. <laughs> Building out that community aspect to us is also something that we've heard and we see as really important. One quick thing on the data side of this, these like very simple start that we have here where most people would just go, well, wait a second, that just looks like choose your neobank, right? Where they've got a card attached and an account that's created quickly and all of this. The real fun starts to happen at the next layer, which is identification of data flows. And so if you think about from the music space, if you're a musician in the year 2000, you primarily had like two streams of income. That's just the way it worked. By 2010, you had pretty much zero streams of income. And nowadays, if you're a musician, you may have 20, 30, 40 streams of income. They might not necessarily be huge streams, but you've got money coming in from various 
types of services. This might be somebody like, you know, you've got money coming in from Bandcamp, and then you've got money that may come in from like a distro kid for distributing your work to Spotify and all of the DSPs that are out there. Money coming in from BMI, perhaps for writing some songs. And so all these different streams of income create noise by the time they hit, if you imagine back before us, a personal checking account, of course, because you're like, whoa, what is all this stuff doing? By the time it hits us, now it's completely separate from your Domino's pizza expense, and it's in the world of your business expenses, which is cool. But it also allows us to say things and to bring up things that otherwise might get lost in that cacophony. So things like your sound exchange normally hits around this time. We haven't seen it yet. Is it going to another account? Or perhaps you you need to investigate what's happening with this payment. Those are just real use cases that to most organizations who are very broadly focused, who are just opening up accounts for everybody, it doesn't matter what your focus of a business is. They just think of the world as primarily ones and zeros. Those are use cases that they're never going to go after and solve. And unfortunately, what that does is that leaves the people who need those problems solved wanting. There's no question that you've hit on something pretty significant because The needs of a musician who is on a tour bus or in a van, that's going to be quite a different story from a couple who is nearing retirement age. What seems to be especially important is that musicians may or may not have a short attention span and say, John, this data stuff is great, but I don't understand it. I just need it to work for me. You've talked a little bit about how that looks under the hood. What's that going to look like on a day-to-day basis for a musician who's using Nerve? all my partner and I have cared about for about 15 years in fintech is the user experience. I always have this underlying thing that sits on your shoulder, I guess, and constantly barks in your ear, which is no one cares. (laughs) (laughs) As much as you care about whatever it is that you're doing, other people don't. Even if you're building it for them, they don't want to have to do those things. Don't make people do shit work, you know? Don't make people do things to solve the problem that you're trying to solve. Instead, solve it for them and give them that joy. And if you're doing it right, you're kind of like a really great host for a party. Everyone just had the time of their lives. They had a great experience. And they kind of were wondering what the heck you were doing at the party. (laughs) They're like, (laughs) who was that guy anyway? (laughs) And so really that's kind of the way that we think about building this product. If we do our jobs right, nerves should feel like you're not managing your money. In other words, right? It should feel more like, wow, kind of on autopilot here. Now I've got way less chaos and consternation around my business future. And instead, I can focus on the things that I want to focus on as a creator, right? I've been there before where you don't even want to open the mail because you know it's bills and you know there's nothing you can do with it. And it's overwhelming, whether it's that complete overwhelming sense all the way up to just being numb about banking, it's just not fun, all the way to the other side of it, which is just this constant work because there's just so much stuff that I need to do or make sense of. It's very challenging to be a creator whenever you have that weight in your mind. So what we wanna do is remove all of that and make you feel like Nerve is a solution to maybe problems you didn't even know that you had, but you felt that there was a very disorganized thing happening over in the corner and you didn't really wanna look at it. Now it's solved. That's the way we really think about it is, can we solve these financial issues and get out of the way? We'll alert you and maybe a payment hits 
that's important to you, right? And you're like, okay, cool. Or maybe certain issues arise, maybe a missing payment. But for the most part, our job is to help get you on track and kind of step aside. So we look forward to delivering that experience and hopefully everybody has a good time at the party. That's great. And if we're looking for Nerve, where can we find it? Yeah, thank you. It's at nerve.pro. So you're going to go, wait a second, that's a weird URL. Yeah, it is. Nerve.pro, though. You just type it in, I promise it'll work. And for the first month or two, we're taking people out of the wait list and onboarding them in, doing kind of a slow onboarding process just to make sure that everybody's having that great experience. So please go to nerve.pro, tell your friends to go to nerve.pro and get on that wait list and we'll let you know when you're invited to join. And, you know, we're excited to have you. And I'm excited to have you. I'm so glad you made the time today, John. Thank you for being on Bankadelic. Thank you. This has been wonderful. John Walsh, based in Austin, Texas, is the co-founder and CEO of Nerve. You can look for John on LinkedIn and you can find Nerve at nerve.pro. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q U O N. T-I-C-Bank.com. Wow. John Wapsh really has something special with Nerve.pro. But maybe I could go even deeper into the musical niche. But if I had a bank, what would I call it? Welcome to Blues Bank. What'd you say? Your mean old woman run out on you with the rent money? <laughs> we got a credit line for that. The closing of the steel mill and you done lost your job? How about a small business loan? Hellhound on your trail. At Blues Bank, we've even got pet insurance. And if you're one of the first hundred customers, 
we'll invite you to our juke joint. There'll be fighting, swearing, cussing, and beer bottles flying. That's right, root beer bottles. So why don't you pack your suitcase, bowl the next bus to Chicago, and open an account on account of your luck running out at Blues Bank with 15 convenient branches all located at the crossroads. Blues Bank. And now, Bankadelic Dunn present Three Bullseyes. Number one. To most organizations who are very broadly focused, who are just opening up accounts for everybody, it doesn't matter. They just think of the world as primarily ones and zeros. Unfortunately, what that does is that leaves the people who need those problems solved wanting. Number two. Don't make people do shit work, you know? Don't make people do things to solve the problem that you're trying to solve. Instead, solve it for them and give them that joy and if you're doing it right, you're kind of like a really great host for a party. Number three. I've definitely been involved in FinTech for quite a while. What I found over and over and over again was the needs were just not being met. The problems were not being solved. So my partner and I quickly got to work and said, let's solve these core issues first. And then we can always, if the market responds appropriately, then we'll grow outside of that into other services around musicians and DJs and songwriters and the whole ilk. And now, Lou's Views. John Wapsh talked today about the unique needs of musicians, and in that there's a powerful lesson to extract. That is that not all banking customers are alike. Times have changed, and if anything, the 21st century is all about specialization and hyper-specialization. You see that in fields such as podcasting, for example, where not all podcasts are like, and some, like Bankadelic, are very narrowly focused on a specific audience. Well, if we turn that around and we look at what John is doing with Nerve, we can see that musicians have a set of needs and expectations and wants and desires that are very much different from what the typical banking customer would have. So why not form a bank to serve that particular affinity group? It's really the direction of the future in financial services to say that smart people will back up for a second, look within the crowd of potential customers and ask themselves, who are these people that belong to a certain group that share characteristics financially and professionally? Once we know who those people are, we can get out, identify their pain points, as John has, and better serve them. Hopefully, it's a huge win for all, for financial services, for these people that are being served in a brand new way, and for rethinking what financial services can be in 2021 and beyond. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel. Rink-a-dink-dink-din. Until next time, so long.
Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago and Austin, Texas.